1: Zach
2: Barry.
3: #NotCommitted. Hey, hey, what up? This is Not Committed. I am your host, Zach Barry. I kind of teased it a couple weeks ago that we were going to start doing these one-off interviews, kind of recruiting-centric, you know, very specialized chats with different people in and around the world of recruiting. And uh, this week, we, uh, we have the pleasure of welcoming in uh, a couple folks from the creative team around Ole Miss football and Ole Miss recruiting that uh, kind of took signing day by storm with what they were doing. Uh, so without further ado, let's welcome in Fisher Atkins and Zach Hammond of the uh, creative media team with Ole Miss football. Gentlemen, good evening. Thanks for uh, taking a break from your busy bowl game
4: schedule. Appreciate you having us on. Very excited to um, to speak on here and, and to talk to you about uh, what we do.
2: Uh, yep, likewise. Appreciate you having us on.
3: Okay, so the first question I have to ask, how old are you two? <laughs> I'm 23. Okay. 24 and <laughs> a half. Okay, so neither one of y'all ever played NFL Street, right?
2: I... Well, I'm barely old enough to remember, like, the third one with Ocho Cinco.
4: <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm lucky enough to have some older cousins that played it, so I was around them playing that growing up, but uh, that's my experience <laughs> with it. Okay. Yeah, so just for those that, that may not get the joke or understand, um,
3: so essentially the entire theme to Ole Miss's early signing day was around the EA Sports video game, NFL Street, which um I should have had this pulled up but let me effort this real quick thanks to uh Google uh the game the first NFL Street came out in 2004 um so let's see that was um 2004 so yeah I was like a sophomore in high school I think um so yeah
2: was-
3: it- okay <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, similar to like the NFL Blitz series, it was like a seven on seven, um, you know, informal, you know, variant of, you know, the game of football, you know, played in the street. Um, so, yeah, just really fun and quirky. You had all the players that were in the NFL and, you know, you could uh, I believe the, the, the y'all utilized it in some of the graphics and some of the video, the game breaker mode where you were just virtually, you know, invincible in the game. You know, could not be stopped, could not be tackled, all that. But um, that was the question that I kept getting from folks. We're like, man, do any of these recruits know what NFL Street is? Um, so, yeah, first question, did, did any of the signees say anything about the game? Did they ask, what is this? Like, did did they kind of have an idea of what it was?
4: That's a good question. I would like to think, I, I like to hope they know the game. Um, but I I never asked any of them directly if they knew about NFL Street um we had Aiden Williams on a visit and I showed him some of the graphics before it went out and he just thought it looked cool I don't to be honest I don't know if he knew the game um but I think a lot of people just thought the graphics looked cool before they even knew like oh it's NFL Street
2: yeah no I, I would certainly agree I think <clears throat> I think the NFL Street side of things was definitely more for the older crowd um but but I think like kind of Zach touched on regardless of that I think I think it just looked really cool. And I, I think I also think the kids just connected with, with that nostalgia in some way, even if they didn't necessarily grow up with it. I think that they still appreciate that. Um mm-hmm. and, you know, seeing themselves in a video game is is pretty cool. So I, I think, you know, regardless of their experience of the game, I think it resonated well. And I think it was cool to introduce some of those guys uh to that game that that a lot of us know and love so well.
3: Yeah, I mean vintage is is, is back, right? I mean, you've got Everything time is a flat circle, you know, across the board, like fashion is coming back from the nineties and, you know, kids wear vintage gear a lot. And um, I have to ask, cause I noticed it when y'all first rolled it out. I think the first signee that came through was Javante Connor and I kind of noticed it, but then didn't think anything of it. And then Bryson Sanders came through. Did y'all actually in the, in the graphic, in the videos, put in some form of a likeness to the player or was it just coincidence that some of them kind of looked like some of the signees?
4: Yeah. So I guess it's a step back. Um, Putting all this content together, we partnered uh, with a creative agency called carbon creative. Um, Two of those guys, we both worked with uh, at Florida state when we were there. Um, So one of them, Kyle Pulick, he basically just played the game for countless hours and like, unlocked all the different customizations all the different jersey combinations and basically customized all the recruits we signed and then played the game with those customized recruits and then got the highlight clips for the videos you saw on social wow okay that's next level yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was definitely a lot of fun like going through all the clips and like approving them and just like seeing how you know Caden lee <laughs> looks in nfl street or like eh, hey, let's Let's add a let's add a smile on Caden Lee. He's always smiling. We want to make sure he's he, he's got a mm-hmm. smile on his clip. So it was a lot of fun going through all that and kind of customizing everyone. Yep,
2: yeah, I I think it's safe to say Kyle Pulick is not someone you would like to play in NFL Street Two right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's on fire.
3: Yeah, I mean it was it was funny like seeing some of the coaches interact on Twitter. Um, I, I think it was Aiden Williams where I think John David Baker was like, "How are you going to Moss?" Donovan McNabb, like that. Um, that was funny. Just seeing, you know, certain guys, you know, truck stick an NFL great. Um, that was pretty pretty cool. But um, you said you you worked with a with, with another creative agency. I mean, how uh, this type of project? I mean, how far out was this? Because we talked about it a lot on our show when we talk recruiting. For the most part, this class was pretty much settled for months. I, I the outside of the the one flip in, in Marcel Reed um you know there wasn't a lot of drama a lot of the guys that were committed were committed for you know since the summer none of them really wavered at all. Um you had I I guess he kept everybody guessing but um you know Sunterian Perkins ended up signing in in December. He was kind of going back and forth on whether or not he wanted to or not, but how far in advance was this put together like you know when when did y'all start working on it
4: yeah um fisher correct me if i'm wrong but i think we were drafting and like just coming up with ideas in like early october um i don't think we actually started generating the content until november but i think we were definitely landing on the idea in like early to mid-october um so definitely signing day is probably the one thing that you you plan as far ahead as you can uh in college football creative world um and I, I think we we definitely were way ahead on that
2: yeah and and that's about the right timing. I think mean, for sure by the end of october we knew you know the direction we were going and, and kind of what the expectations were for the project and um i mean <clears throat> giving yourself that much time is is crucial um we we felt like if we left october with without an idea you know we were already behind um because you know the the scope of the project in and of itself is is pretty extensive, but but also you know we we've got football games to be played, we've got content um, for the guys that are here that are playing right now that that we you know that standard for the quality that we put out for for the season content is not going to be sacrificed, and so um, you know the the big key to that is is the project itself is large, but you're also juggling you know a million other things, so um, timing was was definitely important to us.
4: Yeah, we had to give Kyle like two months to beat the game too, so that was something to factor in. But. Yeah, yeah, he was, uh,
2: he was like, "I'm yeah. sending the player models. I need you. I need to know by this week if these are good to go because I'm not going back."
3: So, I, you mentioned Caden Lee earlier and how you had to get, you know, like a character that was smiling a lot just because his, you know, his his personality and he's he's, you know, got a got a, you know, pretty uh you know, infectious smile and in all of his pictures. Yeah. Like he's always cheesing. Um, you know, he was a guy that didn't really announce until, you know, that week of signing day. So where it, you know, you don't have to name names or any particulars obviously, but how did y'all account for, well, this guy hasn't committed yet, but we think he's going to sign, you know, was there like a list of, you know, that some of the, you know, the, the staff gave y'all I'm like, okay, we, we're not sure like, but have someone ready just in case.
4: Yeah, we definitely want to be ready for any possibility, right? Um, so we definitely had, you know, a ton prepped and a lot of work went into that side of things. As
3: I, I get the the pain of that, or I wouldn't say pain, but, you know, having things ready, you know, as as someone who covers recruiting, you you, you make sure to have all your bases ready and, you know, have some, you know, some pre-writes prepped for these things um, in case they happen. Um so <laughs> I understand, you know, going through all the trouble to get all this stuff done. And then, you know, somebody goes somewhere else or signs some another school or flips. I I, I get that pain uh, when you you're putting all this work in and then they, uh, they end up going, you know, to LSU or something.
4: Yeah. yeah but, well, I mean, I got enjoyment. Hey, if the kids that we signed, I mean, that was enough for me. And then I think, I think ESPN reposted Aiden Williams. I mean, just that alone was like, all right, this is sick. Like, I, I got, I got what we needed out of this. It's also yeah. a very cool way to just, you know, announce like who's coming. It was just really, really cool experience.
2: Yep. And and I would say too, just the the preparation side of things that getting to walk into signing day, knowing that that we were prepared for any and every possibility is a, is a pretty good feeling versus kind of saying, okay, I don't know if we're entirely ready for this. And I think just being in sports around sports, you're kind of prepared for, you know, you're not going to win every game, but you certainly prep the content if you win. Um, and a lot of that stuff ends up on the cutting room floor, and it's the same for signing day. So
3: you mentioned it, and that's a great segue. Uh, we'll get to it. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. We'll have more with Zach and Fisher of uh, Ole Miss football creative content. So hang tight. We'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Lamar Yard, Oxford's indoor-outdoor restaurant, bar, and entertainment space on South Lamar. They now have an updated menu with non-barbecue options from Tex-Mex to Mississippi Delta Catfish to Smash Burgers. And you can contact Lamar Yard for your private events for the spring and summer. They have a dedicated event coordinator who will help you plan your event from start to finish, and they offer on-site catering weddings to Greek parties or corporate events Lamar Yard is the perfect place to host your next party. Lamar Yard is Oxford's quintessential family and pet friendly venue and they look forward to hosting you soon. Check them out at lamaryard.com and if you want a place for clever dishes and captivating cocktails look no further than So Wild and South Lamar. Chef Erica and her committed team of food and beverage enthusiasts are bringing top-notch cuisine and libations to you six days a week. Whether it's happy hour 3 to 6, fresh squeezed margaritas, ramen, two-for-one Moscow mules, all that more, the best and brightest in-house or via curbside pickup. Check them out, solahoxford.com, or call them at 662-238-3500 and place your order today. Show also brought to you by Memphis restaurateur Kelly English and his restaurant group in Memphis, Tennessee. The renowned chef and his team are offering nationwide shipping and virtual cooking classes with Cooking with Kelly. of the wide plush a Fairways and large championship, Bermuda Greens. They've got two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, the driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up that short game. Book a tea time online at olivebranchgolf.com or give them a call at 662 893
1: 4444. Homeless fans, you can never be too careful, especially these days and with young kids at home. Don't take any chances and secure your home with Eufy Smart Lock, an easy install all-in-one security device for your front door and that peace of mind we're all looking for. I myself am a Eufy user, and I can tell you firsthand, go ahead and ditch those house keys forever, grab a Phillips head screwdriver because that's all you'll need, and give Eufy Smart Lock a try today. No monthly fee, and Eufy customer service is waiting on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. So what are you waiting for? Head to Vault hemingway or the Pavilion or Swayze Field to cheer on your Ole Miss Rebels with the reassurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Smart Lock. Ufi Video Lock makes it easy to keep an eye on things back home. Its built-in camera can tell you who's at the front door from the comfort of your stadium seat. Search Ufi Video Lock, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit Ufiofficial.com eufyofficial.com slash videolock, to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's UFI Smart Lock and UFI Video Lock, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network.
3: And we are back here on not committed Zach Barry here with you, Zach Hammond and Fisher Adkins here as well. All right. I teased it before the break, um, but Fisher, you mentioned it. Um, Lot of pub, a lot of, you know, positive feedback buzz on signing day. You had ESPN giving y'all shout outs. Uh, Various media outlets were, were really tipping the cap. I mean, what was the, what, what was that like to, you know, get that national exposure and um, you know, what was the uh the feedback from not only you know those types of people, but the staff and some of the players and some of their their families? You know, how did they take it?
4: Yeah, I mean, that's definitely the nerve we were trying to strike with signing day. And it's always been, I think, what you want to accomplish on signing day as a creative team, like not only you know you want to announce your new signees, but you want to do it in a way that gets a lot of publicity, that gets those signees seen. By a lot of outlets and more people that maybe wouldn't have seen it, you know, you get it on more of a national stage. Um, I think that's always been the goal, so it's good to see that that's how it played out.
2: Yep, agreed. Well said. I think uh, I think the opportunity to <clears throat> to uh, embrace the fact that that you are Ole Miss and, and that's a, a name that people across the country know, and uh, especially being in the SEC, and when these kids come here. Um, you know, playing for, for our head coach, uh, Lane Kiffin, um, you know, getting to celebrate these kids and, and also, you know, for them to feel validated in the fact that, you know, there's a lot of eyes on you. And that's a good thing. Um, and an Ole Miss, that is, that is certainly possible. And so, um, you know, getting, getting to put the spotlight on these kids and let them have their day and, and celebrate them becoming an Ole Miss Rebel is um, certainly cool. And, and to get to kind of be a part of that and, and help help do that for those kids is really special.
3: So, talking about graphics and creative content, just in general, were there any other, you know, teams or groups around the country that you know either you guys know or are familiar with their work, or just in general, were there any other, um, I guess, themes or, or or things that other schools did that that you guys liked?
4: Yeah, signing day is always a, an awesome day as a, I mean, I'm sure just as a college football fan, but especially as a creative, because you just get to see. What every other team was, you know, been working on for the last month and a half months. Um, I remember, I think Southern Cal did something with like Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, That's probably the one um, that I that caught my eyes the most on signing day. Um, but Fisher, if there's any others you think of, let me know. But there's always some fun ones out there.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, growing up, I was a big recruiting nerd. Uh, Love that aspect of it since I was in middle school um but but now these days since I'm a full-time creative I look forward to not only the recruiting side of things as a college football fan myself but also as just kind of a, a creative nerd um and especially in in the you know sports creative community it's so tight-knit um especially on social media you know you've been following these people for years and following their journeys and to get to watch you know in a lot of ways your peers um kind of what they roll out it's a pretty cool day for all of us to, to kind of see what what the industry is doing and where everyone's going and and how far people have come. Um, You know, personally, I, I thought, I think there's kind of two, two trains of thought for um, signing day content. I think you can kind of have a theme. Um, So for example, uh, street, you know, was our theme this year, the old video game, Um, you know, Southern cow kind of leaning into, to, you know, that partnership with, with beats by Dre. And, um, but I think a lot of schools too just kind of embrace their brand and, and pull off really, really, captivating content just using you know the assets that that uh, accompany just their school and i thought um you know boston college did a tremendous job of that um anthony garo does it does a phenomenal job with them and um, the motion graphics that they were able to put out um you know didn't didn't have a, a stunning theme or anything but but just kind of using the assets given to him did a did a phenomenal job and um you know countless other schools did did the same thing but it was a really fun day to kind of look around and, and see what everyone was doing
3: so I've noticed uh, a trend of you know you guys and then some of the staffers um like Kelvin Bolden and Alex Collins and some of the other guys I don't know if any of the actual on staff guys the position coaches or coordinators have done it but there's a trend of of using a lot of um hasbula gifts and and videos is there is there any uh you know potential partnership in the works for down the road with uh with with Hasbula and Ole Miss football doing something kind of creative with that,
4: definitely definitely need to. We need to get him, uh, here for the Growth Bowl or something. We need to get him get him this.
3: to the sim, Yeah.
4: <laughs> we need we need to see him in Oxford somehow. But I I would I would say we we definitely should try to.
2: Hasbula, I'm sure you're listening to this. Uh, come to the SIP.
4: It could be
3: the very first um. I guess foreign language hotty totty. Maybe he could do that. Maybe Kiffin could talk him into doing that. Um, or yeah, yeah. Just, just maybe next time game day comes to Oxford, he can join as
4: like a celebrity picker or something. Um, yeah, Yeah, he can announce the next signing class or something like that. We definitely (laughs) need to get him involved. Yeah.
3: That the video, the videos are just, they, they always crack me up. Um, but uh so as far as um you know the february signing period i know that they're the the staff is very active in the transfer portal um i still think it's at least somewhat up in the air with any other high school guys signing in february is if there is is the plan to utilize that same nfl street style announcement or will there be anything different
4: I think we definitely will, um, or we'll make an attempt to. Um, we'll we'll do something cool for transfer announcements and all of that stuff um, as we get closer to that time. Um, but I think for for the the remaining part of the twenty twenty three class uh, for high schoolers, I definitely think we're going to stick to the NFL Street theme on social. So
3: y- y'all's background is is pretty extensive, and you know, looking at your 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 Twitter profiles, I know Fisher's been you know, been around Alabama, Florida State, Mississippi State with the Baltimore Orioles. Um I, I know Zach, you as well Florida State alum. Um I, I don't know if you um did anything while you were there with that team or you just went straight into Ole Miss. But uh what what kind of inspirations do you draw from you know previous work with previous teams or Is it a, you know, see what others are doing across, you know, not just college football, but just other sports, other creative teams. Is it, is it kind of when you're going through that process of trying to come up with something unique, is it seeing what others are doing and then drawing inspiration from that? Or do you guys just kind of all sit down and have a brainstorm and, and go from there?
4: Well, I mean, on this, on the NFL street project in particular, um, I had previously worked at Florida state with the two guys I, I mentioned earlier at carbon creative. Um, and back in 2020, we did backyard football for our signing day. Um, so another early 2000s video game there. Yeah. So I think we got some inspiration from that um, because we had some good publicity and, and it was a good turnout um, for that signing day release or so like, Essentially, it was like okay, let's let's go find another nostalgic early 2000s video game that we can do a signing day release for. So, definitely can draw inspiration from not only past projects but also what other schools are doing too. And sometimes like you'll do something at a at another school, um, and then you'll come to a you know a place like Ole Miss, and you're like, okay, I can take that idea, make it specifically made for Ole Miss because Ole Miss fans haven't seen that kind of content. Um, so that's always an approach too.
2: Yeah, no, I, I would certainly agree. I think, I think with us having been different places, you know, I, I at one point, you know, worked for worked for Florida State for a period of time, and, and the content I was making there, um, you know, I'm, I'm taking a lot of those, um, you know, not not the same content, but kind of the same ways that I approach each piece of content I make, and I'm making it for an entirely new audience now. So in in those ways, you can kind of take you know what has been successful in the past and you know, by no means, you know, staying complacent or doing the same thing over and over again. Um, but if you know something works, you know, uh, keep doing it. Um, but, but also I, I think, you know, there, there's always a, a desire to, to grow and, um, become better. And I, I think a lot of that is just patience. I, I think, uh, creatives in general can get frustrated. Um, they look around and see their peers doing um, really, really, really cool stuff and can sometimes kind of have the, uh, you know, imposter syndrome a little bit. And, I, but I think it takes a lot of patience um, to just say, you know, I'm, I'm not going to create something wildly original today. Um, but if I can do one little thing different each day, um, you know, over the course of six months, you're going to have um, something pretty unique. And I think if you even look at sort of the Ole Miss football brand going back to June when we arrived, um, you know, we kind of kicked off this new look. Um, and if you go back and look those graphics from June to what we're doing today, um even that brand in and of itself has evolved so much. Um, and kind of going back to, you know, that giving ourselves time with signing days, a lot of that is, is just, uh, giving yourself time and being patient and, and trying something new every day and eventually kind of coming up with a really cool product over time.
3: Looking at some of the, the work that's been done since Lane Kiffin arrived and, you know, the transfer portal is such a big thing and they really knocked it out of the park last year. A lot of people, um, had the transfer class ranked as number one in the country, Um, you know, getting guys like Jackson Dart and Zach Evans, Michael Trigg and um, Ulysses Bentley, Aishem Young, Kari Coleman. I mean, the list was, was long and and they had a ton of impactful transfers come in that are playing on the team currently. But that video in particular, I'm trying to remember the timeline and if it lines up to when y'all arrived, but that video of the, all the transfers on the plane, getting off, getting on the bus, and then seeing, you know, the signs on the sorority houses. And, you know, that whole piece of content was was another one that was well-received and got a lot of positive, you know, pub. And, you know, those types of videos, those shoots, and setting all of that up, it's, you know, something like that. Like what what goes into to that kind of, you know, piece of content? Is it a weekend long shoot or is it all you know one day i don't know if you guys are doing a one and it's just hey one shot we got it we're done you know what's what's that kind of workload like
4: yeah on um, that transfer to the sip video in particular was done by will day um who's a videographer on our football staff and um you know i think the ph- philosophy is just a you know, you could announce the transfers in a graphic, or you can do a shoot on the tarmac with a private jet and get custom signs on sorority houses. Um, you know, it's like, okay, let's think of a way to make this better. Right. We can, you know, do a traditional rollout or we can, like our head coach said, create a new box, do something totally brand new, um, be innovative. Um, so I thought that transfer to the SIP video is a great example of doing that. Um, and you know, we strive to do it each week with our uniform reveals. Um, it helps when you wear a different uniform combination every week. Um, But just coming up with a cool, unique shoot that's different than the previous one. Um, But yeah, and and on the second part of your question, you know, usually those shoots, we we just knock it out same day. We'll schedule it uh, with the student athletes, um, schedule it with equipment to get everything ready. Um, And then usually the shoot itself only lasts like an hour, an hour and a half.
2: Yeah, and I I think. You know well said, Zach, but I I also think a ton of credit goes to the student athletes themselves. If you if you look at that transfer the sit video and then look at you know every uniform reveal we've done this year, um used a got to use a lot of different uh players for us. And I think a ton of credit goes to them for uh, you know, one just fitting us into their busy schedule because these guys are really busy. Um, but but two, also just kind of trusting us um with the vision that we have and and those guys. Um, you know, did a great job for us this year, kind of doing whatever pose we asked them to do or whatever weird idea we had them doing or, you know, having Otis Reese out there in 40 degree weather and he's doing a terrific job for us. And, um, you know, I, I think you also, you know, credit to our equipment staff for, for getting those guys uniforms ready and, and the trust of of the admin here and, and the coaches and everything like that. So just a lot of trust has been given a, given to us by a lot of different people. And I think a lot of credit goes to them for, for being willing to trust us. But, um, but yeah, it's been, been a lot of fun getting to work with those guys and um, hope we'll hopefully we get to do a lot more cool stuff like that going forward.
4: Yeah. don't want that to get understated. I mean, it is important to know like these guys aren't actors, right. They're football players. Mm-hmm. So when you have a guy like Otis Reese out there, you know, in 40 degree weather doing the uniform reveal, I mean, that's, that's awesome. So the, the amount of respect I have for our student athletes to you know, be willing to trust us and the dude, you know, the certain poses or whatever we have them do for the photo shoot and video shoot definitely goes a long way. All right. We're going to take our final break.
3: When we come back more with Zach and Fisher talking Ole Miss creative content for the football team. So hang tight one final break and we'll be back. podcast also comes to you thanks to Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis' leading team of finance professionals. They can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies. Former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner, Ben Still, along with his elite level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn more about them at bluffcityadvisory.com. Podcast brought to you by the Barry Home Team you're ready to sell and make the most net profit from your home, call Stacy and Rick Barry today. They will lead you through the process from property assessment, repairs, staging, and putting that sold sign in your yard. Both have earned the multi-million dollar club member status, and they would love to assist you today in your real estate ventures. Call them, 481-6420 or 901-461-6421. After you have talked to the Barry home team, You can talk to Saddle Creek Title, another proud sponsor of the show. They're the Mid-South's leader in client-focused innovative closing solutions. Neil Hanna and his team are more than just a real estate closing firm. They are dedicated to going the distance to ensure the ease and growth of your real estate business. Find more information at saddlecreektitle.com or call them 901-753-1600 show brought to you by davis mcford state farm if you're looking for good neighbor service and surprisingly great insurance rates look no further than davis and his team they're your one-stop shop in alabama arkansas tennessee and mississippi for the service you deserve at the price you want so stop looking around give davis a call he is ready to help 901-755-6110 and get your surprisingly great rates today like a good neighbor state farm is there And we are back here on not committed final segment here, Zach Haman Fisher Adkins of the Ole Miss creative content team for football. I'm glad that we're kind of organically going, you know, segueing into these different topics. I'm glad y'all mentioned it because it was where I was directing this one next, but you mentioned the uniform reveal videos, y'all did all the unique combinations all throughout the year. I did want to ask, I know some schools will do either photo shoots or, videos for their uniform reveals um and i feel like a lot of schools will just use like a generic model or they'll just have someone in a uniform that's not a player was that an an, like a an actual you know creative decision that y'all made to use actual players yeah
4: yeah, that was definitely a point that we made as a group you know early you know before the season started we want to you know, not only show off our cool uniforms, but we want to show off the student athletes that are actually playing in those uniforms, right? Not only that, but you're also giving, you know, the student athlete, you know, a bunch of cool content that they can now use on their own social, right? Um, Or they can use on their own websites or whatever they want to do. Um, So definitely wanted to make an effort to like, use different student athletes throughout the course of the season, because not only are they helping us make content for social, but we're also helping them you know, get a ton of, you know, footage and photos that they can also use.
2: Yeah, no, at hundred percent. And I think, you know, my, my favorite uniform reveal we did this year was uh chicken on a stick um, by far. And, and I think that's an idea that is brought to life by Nick broker, um, you know, sitting there eating that chicken on a stick. And I think that's just uh, an element of the uniform reveal that, you know, you get to, you get to know these guys a little bit better. Um, you kind of get to see quinchon dance around or, or dark kind of, you know, put on this cowboy hat and be himself. And I think, um, a, a big piece of what makes these so cool, um, is that it's, it's not just about the uniform the uniform is great and, and excited to wear those on Saturdays, but it's about these kids, um, and, and them getting a chance to, to have fun and um, be themselves, especially, um, you know, this, this brand is, is you know we're committed to to doing a good job and working hard but we're also committed to to having a good time and having fun and, and enjoying um you know the process everything that goes into it so um you know the personality that they bring to those videos is a huge element to to what makes them so good
3: so kind of taking a step back here and you know zooming out a little bit the 3000 foot view of of what you guys do as a creative team and the emergence of social media over the last you know i don't know 5 or 6 years and with you know not only Twitter but you know TikTok and and YouTube and just all of these different components that go into you know putting together content um, to create you know this influx of of engagement with people, but um, I, I don't know like if it's what's your target audience? I mean, obviously it's Ole Miss fans, but um, is there ever do you ever get any you know kind of pushback or any kind of you know oh well let's maybe do it this way or let's maybe steer it in this direction with kind of the emerge you know the emergence of using the you know the the come to the sip and you know really leaning into you know lane kiffin's whole you know internet persona and and utilizing that to create engagement but you know everything from you know what the direction is and like the music that is utilized and different things like that. Is that just organically come up with each week or each, each shoot or each idea, or is there like a overarching like theme that you guys are going for, you know, each season or each video shoot? Like, you know, what's the, you know, is is there a soul inspiration for each video or are you guys trying to keep somewhat of a theme with how you do things for the football team?
4: Yeah, um, it definitely helps when the athletic department has been so invested as they are here. Um, Have a tremendous amount of respect for everyone that works in athletics here. And that gives us a ton of trust in what we do on social um, and the way we approach things. Um, You know, can't do it without an athletic department that's truly invested like that. Um, So that's great to have. Um, But, you know, on the other point in your question, I mean, social media is your biggest recruiting tool, right? So if there is a target audience, it's people that you know, you're trying to recruit, whether that's, you know, high school players, transfers, or even fans, right? You're trying to get people to come to games. You're trying to get people to donate. Um, You know, social media is a football program's biggest recruiting tool. Um, So you want to lean into that and do as much as you can on social um, to help, you know, boost that.
2: Yeah, I would certainly agree. I think there there are certainly a, a number of different audiences that we're trying to reach and connect with. Um, but ultimately I, you know, I would say that, you know, we're trying to go out and recruit and, and get great players to come play for Ole Miss. Um, and I think, I think what makes, um, you know, Ole Miss as good as it is right now is aside from the school being, you know, phenomenal is also the, the personality and in, 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 in our head coach. Um, and I think a lot of what we do um, kind of falls in line with, with his personality and, and his persona and, um, there's this, uh, calculated confidence, um, that I think we try to, to replicate in everything that we do. Um, so something that kind of has some swagger to it, something that kind of has, um, you know, it's not, it's not overly flashy, it's calculated, it's, it's, it's smart, but it's also, uh, fun and, um, it never takes itself, you know, too, too serious. Um, and so I think that's, that's something that we try to accomplish in everything that we do. And, um, you know, in hopes that we can connect with recruits and and certainly uh, fans that, that support our team.
3: So I've noticed it a couple things here and there, um, you know, whether it's a, a player releasing like a top schools list or, you know, they're doing some kind of graphic for, um, you know, the offers they've gotten or, you know, when they get an offer. I, I, I've noticed that there are still some guys that that use the the Tony, the land shark, you know, graphic or the, the mascot, um, you know, a lot of people have joked that, that Ole Miss is, you know, starting to kind of organically lean into juice as being the mascot. And, you know, there, there are also people out there that are like, Ole Miss just, just go all in and just make juice the the mascot. Um I, I know that he's been incorporated in in some photo shoots and, you know, obviously some videos of him on the walk of champions and stuff like that. Are there actual, you know plans on doing that moving forward or is that you know is that all up to uh to coach kiffin and and how often um the family pet is utilized in in media creative content
4: yeah i mean we definitely lean into juice as much as we can uh, especially preseason um when it was as hype as it was um you know, it's when you have a, a Labrador just walking around the facility, you got to use them in a photo shoot, you got to use them in a graphic. Um, so it's definitely an awesome asset to have as a creative. Yep.
2: Uh Juice is awesome. Um, and getting to hang out with him all the time and, and make content using him is, is a blast. Um, especially when when uh you know you get to use the, the head coach's his dog and kind of bring him to life. And Juice was very adamant that he wanted to be incorporated into a lot of the things that we do. Um, and so i'm I'm quite confident you have not seen the last of juice in in our content.
3: So again,, uh, really appreciate you guys' time. I know that y'all are incredibly busy. you know you you mentioned earlier juggling the season and and doing all the creative content. so I can't imagine the workload and and what you guys do day in day out. So again, thanks uh for joining. Um, but you know, last thing here, um as far as, the bowl week and, and everything. I know that the the team has been doing all kinds of activities. Um, we've seen it teased all over social media already, but um, as far as game weeks and game days and all of that, you know, what, what kind of, what, what's that day look like for y'all in terms of, you know, from start to finish, you know, what, what are you guys doing? Is it mostly, you know, kind of B-roll stuff or you're all, you know, everybody has an assignment on like, Hey, follow this guy around or follow this group around, you know, what's, you know, take us into, you know, what's the itinerary on a game day.
4: Yeah. I mean, very hectic, very busy, very fun. Um, Me and Fisher tend to lean on the photography side of things on game day. Um, We'll help assist on, you know, posting stuff for social and all that too. Um, But we'll lean on the photography side. If any graphics need to be made, we'll get that done. Um, Will Day and Jacob Brown, who are on the football video team, um, they'll handle that. Um, and they'll cover all of that footage. Um, and then we have some students that help us edit and turn around those photos too. Uh, Jake Flint, um, Atlanta Akil, um, they'll help out on the photo side. So it really does take a village. Um, I don't think a lot of people really realize it. And- dive into it a little bit how many people it takes just to get one photo up on your Twitter feed or one video clip up post game. Um, so it really does take a village and you you can't do it without an incredible team like we have here. So very thankful for that. But basically that's essentially the game day uh, itinerary for us.
2: Yep. I think Zach covered it.
4: All right. Well, that's
3: going to do it for this uh, special edition of not committed again. Thanks to Zach and Fisher for joining. Fellas, I appreciate it. This was uh this is this was fun. This was incredibly enlightening. Um uh, I obviously knew there was a ton of work that goes into doing what y'all do, but um, but yeah, just a uh pretty cool behind the curtain look. So appreciate y'all's time.
4: Oh yeah. No, I greatly appreciate you having us both on and giving us kind of an outlet to share with fans, you know, what goes into, you know, a photo you see on Twitter or a graphic or whatnot. So I appreciate that.
2: Yep, absolutely. And, you know, Zach touched on it, but I uh, just want to, you know, express my gratitude towards uh, just this program and, and the staff behind it and, and the trust that um, is put into this department and uh, the resources as well. It, you know, it's, it's, it's not just words. Um, it's, it's been backed up by actions and I'm extremely grateful to work for a, a program that, that believes in creative and believes in um, what we're doing and, and, you know, the value that it brings and, um, couldn't be more, more grateful for that. And, and also thankful, uh, you know, for this opportunity to get to kind of highlight what we do and, and highlight what goes into it. And yeah, appreciate you taking the time, Zach.
3: All right. You can, uh, follow all of their great work on Twitter, uh, at Zach Haman and at Fisher underscore Adkins. And, uh, as well as all the other creative content members that, uh, do all the great work for Ole Miss football. I'm sure you guys are going to be busy, uh, this week and, and after the game and, and, you know, the weeks following, getting out all kinds of cool content. So I uh, can't wait to, uh, to see that and see what you guys cook up for the uh, 2023 season. So thanks to these two. Thanks to you, the listener, for tuning in. And, of course, thanks to the sponsors that make this show possible. Stay locked in at omspirit.com. We will have tons of bowl game coverage and uh, post-game reactions, all that good stuff. And, as always, NCAA Transfer Portal, we will keep you updated abreast on all things that is going on there until next time we out
0: say goodbye